Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Download the Caffeine TV app for free to watch the world-famous Savannah Bananas perform the greatest show in sports. The Banana Ball World Tour is live on Thursday, June 29th and Friday, June 30th at 7 p.m. Eastern and 4 p.m. Pacific. What is up, family? It's about to be the most fun 90-minute hang of your life. We appreciate you watching, Speak. You could be watching any show. You are watching ours. We don't take it for granted. Simple rules here. Turn the volume up. Put the remotes down. And raise your chair. <laughs> and stay for a while. Shady will raise his chair. Slit, how you feeling, my man? How you feeling? I- I'm good. My chair's good. I'm s- I'm not sitting at the kids' table, so. <laughs> That's NBA insider Slick Rick Buger on the far end. To his right, the brilliant Joy Taylor. Are we, are we all, all going to mess with Shady? Yeah, we are. Well, when people meet me in Friday. person, they think I'm much taller because of how they see me on TV. It's probably because of the chair. So I'm wondering, hearing that. <laughs> Are you making my chair smaller to sit like it's taller than me? I am doing You're not taller than me, though. (laughs) Shay, do you claim to be six foot? Yo. You're a documented five. It was you that did this. Eagles all-time Russian leader, LaShawn, Shady, McCoy. Let's get to the good news for the big thought sports-wise of the day. The Cincinnati Bengals, they have been one of the most star-studded teams in the NFL since Joe Burrow showed up. Back-to-back division titles, consecutive AFC championship game appearances, and the painful Super Bowl loss, but they were there. It's time to take the next step in Cincy. Joe Burrow said, quote, the sense of urgency has risen in the locker room. Shady, my thought is this. It's Super Bowl or bust for the Bengals. Now, that seems outlandish. It seems like a reach. I'll explain my rationale. I think it's Super Bowl or bust for every AFC team. The AFC is about to be competitive for God knows how long. Trevor Lawrence is getting better. Justin Herbert is getting better. Patrick Mahomes is present. Aaron Rodgers don't know what he will do, but he has an incredibly high ceiling. Deshaun Watson in Cleveland, I believe they will get better. Josh Allen, he could get over the hump. Lamar Jackson, he's present and getting better. You got to get yours while you can because you never know when you won't be able to get one again. The Bengals have gone to a Super Bowl in Joe Burrow's short-lived career. The Bengals have gone to two AFC Championship games in Joe Burrow's short-lived career. You never know when you're going to go back. Mm. So for my mind, for my money, in my mind, it's always Super Bowl or bust because you never know if that window that you believe will be open in perpetuity is actually going to be open. I'm constantly reminded of Philip Rivers, that incredibly decorated, I believe, 18-year or so career. Philip Rivers went to an AFC Championship game just one time. 
Just one time in his illustrious career, he probably thought when he went to that AFC Championship game, I believe early on, I believe it was maybe year three or year four. I'm sure I will be corrected as I'm talking. I'm not looking up the stats, going off memory. I'm sure he probably thought 2-5, oh, I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back. Like Joe Burrow and Bengals fans probably think to themselves, oh, we're going to do this all time. Phillip Rivers, he went in year four. But you never know when that window is going to close. So that's why, Shady, I think it's Super Bowl or bust for the Bengals. Hyperbole, sure, but I genuinely think it is. Where do you stand? Super Bowl or bust? Nah, I'm not for that. I don't believe that. All these years of playing football and watching it, I don't believe that it's either a Super Bowl or bust. For example, if that's the case, then every, every quarterback, every team is Super Bowl or bust. Yeah. Right? Other than Patrick Mahomes. He's a, I can say the Chiefs are the only team that I can say, Ian, I'm an Eagle you know, fan, fanatic. There's only one team that I can say, you know what? They're going to be in a Super Bowl. Right? Mm-hmm. So I can't really say that for Joe Burrow. I think one thing that Joe Burrow said that I love, he said that it's, my window was open as long as I'm here Correct. to win a Super Bowl. So if it's not this year, if it's next year, I think they have the capability of going out there and winning a Super Bowl. But I don't want to say this year is a Super Bowl or bust. I can't live like that. That's just the lie I'm afraid of, I guess. And I don't know if it's a lie or if yeah. it's true. Slick, obviously, you are a born in Cincinnati? Yes, sir. Born and raised in Cincinnati. Born and raised in Cincinnati. So born and a natty. Oh, yeah, natty. natty. Oh, gosh. I, I still haven't digested that one. The, the, my issue with that, and I love Joe Burrow, obviously. He's one of my favorite players in the league. We, we spent some time together last offseason. He was in Cali. Is the window might not always be open. When you're young, you think you got forever ahead of you in anything in life. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, my mm-hmm. parents. I can't believe they 40. Now, here I am, mm-hmm. just, you know, five, mm-hmm. six, seven Eight years away from her, I guess. It's a while. <laughs> it's a while. <laughs> I still yeah. got a while. But when you're young, you think you got all the time in the world. Yeah. I just don't know. I think it is literally Super Bowl or bust. I understand why you say that, but let me, let me preface all of this by saying Bengals fans do not expect this to happen all the time. In fact, it's quite the opposite. There's an old joke about that you can always pick out the Bengals fan in a crowd because they're made of pure scar tissue. <laughs> There's only once in this team's franchise history that they've gone to the playoffs three years in a row. The last two times they went to a Super Bowl, the following year they lost in the wild card, and then they didn't go to the playoffs at all for five years. The next time they went to the Super Bowl, they didn't make the playoffs the following year. And they only made the playoffs once in the subsequent, I think it was 16 years. So this run of accomplishment is something that, as a Bengals fan, I think I speak for all of us, We're getting used to. And I would like to believe that because Joe Burrow is there and Jamar Chase is there, that you have the nucleus for something that is always, now you just need to build the rest of it, right? But it is a small market. They haven't always spent a ton of money. They've they've been economical. And I can understand where, I understand where you're coming from in terms of you're about to pay Joe Burrow. You're going to have to pay Jamar Chase. Like, it's going to become more challenging to have the talent around them to compete for Super Bowl. So I want to say that based on what they have right now, if they don't get back to the AFC Conference championship game, then it would be a disappointment. But I am not going to be Jamar Chase and suggest, as Shady said, that they should beat the Kansas City Chiefs, that they should be the best team in the AFC. And if they don't, they're a disappointment. I struggle with this because I think any great team has aspirations of winning a Super Bowl. You know, there's some teams that you are playing on and you know you, you don't really have a chance. Like, you're, you know you're going to go out there and try your best, but you don't have the guy at quarterback. You don't have enough talent. You're just going to try. And if you make the playoffs, it's like a good thing. Mm-hmm. But if you are a great team 
you are starting the season with the expectations that this is it. This is a year we're going to try and win the championship. If they don't win a championship this year, are they not going to be able to do that next year? To me, all of these teams, the Bengals, the Ravens, the Bills, the Eagles, on and on and on, these, the Chiefs, these teams that are in this space with these young quarterbacks in their prime, this is their window right now. And only one team can win the Super Bowl. So, yes, is it Super Bowl best for any team that has their guy at quarterback, that has their coach and has some talent? Sure. But we're not going to look at all of these team seasons as unmitigated failures if they don't because there's only one winner. And we don't think of the Eagles season as a failure. Was it disappointing because they didn't win the Super Bowl? Sure. It certainly wasn't a failure. The Bengals last year were not a failure. Getting to the AFC Championship game is a success for them. I hear what you're saying, that the windows aren't open forever, and there are certainly teams that I think are in that situation. If you were to tell me there's name two teams this year that really should make it to a Super Bowl at least, or in my opinion, it's a failure, and I've been wrestled off of this mountain that I tried to climb, but to me, the Jets would be in that situation because Aaron Rodgers is making the money that he makes, and truly his window is small. He's, his window is small because of his age. When you're talking about youth mm-hmm. and not having a window forever, I don't think he's going to play more than two years. So if he was going there to win a championship, the window is literally small. And then Deshaun Watson because of the contract that he has. But other than that, it's really tough to argue that you have a, a Super Bowl expectation of every single team. And for that matter, you mentioned the Chiefs. I would put the Chiefs and the Rams in that, in that category. Matthew Stafford and Sean McVay just won a Super Bowl two years ago. The Chiefs won a Super Bowl. Those are two teams that don't have anything really to prove at this point. Shady, were you the type of player that was like, either we want to win a Super Bowl. If I win a Super Bowl, season's a success. If I don't, season's a failure. Were you black and white? Or were you like, eh, I did well in the playoffs, so that was a successful season. Where'd you stand? Every every season's different. So if I'm playing a a, a season and we're not, look like we're going to head into the Super Bowl or the playoffs, then how can I think that, oh, well, we didn't, we, didn't, we didn't go to the playoffs, so it, it's a bad year. When the whole season looked like we weren't going to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I've been on those type of teams, right? You can't fool yourself. But other teams, I feel like we got to the playoffs. If we didn't win a Super Bowl, then now it's like a letdown. Like, dang, because we had the team, we had the coaches. We were there for a reason. So I, I think you got to measure this every season for what it is. I mean, obviously, before the year starts. That's where I'm at. You yeah, want to win the, the Super season. Bowl. But you know who's in your locker room. See, I don't play that game. I'm as honest as it gets. If I'm in a locker room with the, the Bengals, I'm looking to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if we don't, it can look like, like, wow, it was a failure year. Or at least make it to the playoffs. But if I play for the... Cardinals. No, 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 no. The Patriots. <laughs> I I'm, not, I'm not looking to go... I'm, in my mind, I'm thinking, like, I want to go to the playoffs. Yeah. I want to go to the Super Bowl. I want to win my division. But likely, we probably won't. So I won't look at that season like a failure if we don't go to the playoffs because I thought... For my quarterback, for my coaches, we not going. Yeah. When, when are you thinking that? Like, is that from the get-go? Man, you in camp. You, you, right? you, see, you see who's dropping passes. You see guys going on sides. You see guys missing blocks. You know what's going to happen. But usually I would say you have to be pretty bad to know you're not going far. Like most, when I was in 2012 with the Cleveland Browns, I knew beginning of the season, we're not going to, nor are we winning a Super Bowl. Every year I was with the Eagles, I genuinely thought, oh, we could win a Super Bowl. Things got to shake right, got to get a little bit lucky, got to get a break here, got to get a break there. But every year in Philly, I was like, Shady's here, Macklin's here, Deshaun Jackson's here, Jason Peters is here. Offensively, we got enough. Like, they paying those dudes big money. Offensively, we got enough. If you're the Bengals, I'm like, 
Burrow's here. Right. Chase is here. T. Higgins is here. Mixon's here. Tyler Boyd is here. Like, we got enough. That's just where I'm at with it. Oh, oh, my only thing, issue is, like, because I, I, I felt like that for a period of time in my career with teams I was with. But the other part is, like, okay, the winning Super Bowl every year is, is, is hard to do. That's why it's never been done like that. Mm-hmm. That's why you don't see guys going over and over and over again to the Super Bowl other than guys like Tom Brady. Yep, Mahomes. Right? And Mahomes. So, it's hard to do. So that's why I've never seen or, or, or felt like, okay, well, we're going to the bowl this year. Okay, we're going to the bowl next year. Because you know reality is like, okay, who's doing this? So only a couple of players or teams doing this. Also, there, the other teams have a say in this as well. They get paid, too. <laughs> they get paid. They get paid, They got too. good players. Like, they're not just like, all oh, the Bengals are here. Like, oh, this is, it's a wrap. Is there anybody that we put in the, in the Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes camp? Like, no. are they... Are they one of one? Like, or do you separate yeah. them from this everybody else going into this no, season? Eagles. I put the Eagles. There. You put them right there. Yeah. As I, I Eagles will. better. But I mean, first off, the He's NFC, last the NFC East, the NFC, not the NFC East. The NFC East is good. The NFC is a joke. Like this, it's almost laughable that all of the great quarterbacks. By the time the season starts, eight of the top ten highest-paid quarterbacks will be in the AFC. Eight of the top ten highest-paid quarterbacks will be in the NFC, AFC. By the time the season starts, you want to know which one in the NFC? One of the two? Jalen Hurts. Oh, Eagles. <laughs> Eagles. Jalen Hurts. Okay. Then, furthermore, when you look at the Eagles roster once again decorated. Jalen Hurts coming off another good season. Nick Sirianni coming off an actual competent season. At running back, you bolstered the squad. Now, I don't think the Eagles got better. I just don't think they got worse. But I think other teams got worse. The Chiefs have been to five straight AFC championship games and won two Super Bowls and been to three. There's no one else close to them. Are you handicapping them because they're in the NFC? Well, to, that's why I asked Slick Joy, are you talking about this season? If, he, if Slick was talking about in totality, no, nah, there's nobody else. But who do I have just as much yeah, confidence as the Chiefs? Yeah, but the totality is not just because the Chiefs just won the Super Bowl. The totality is w- their body of work over the past five years. Like, the Eagles just arrived. Interestingly enough for me, I have just as much confidence, if not more, in the Eagles going back to the Super Bowl then than the Chiefs going well, back. Okay, so wait, 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 why, though? That's- One, I'm looking at road travel. Like, okay. who would the Eagles have to beat? I think there are three, maybe two really good teams in the NFC. The Cowboys and the Niners, really good. Hmm. Outside of that, I think the Lions, to Joy's point, she's been hot on them for a while. I would say the Seahawks. You could say the Vikings. You could say the, you could say the Giants, right? Like, think about the teams I'm just yeah. kind of naming. Whereas in the AFC, yes, a the more. Chiefs got to go through the Bengals, the Bills, the Ravens, hmm. the Dolphins, maybe the Jets, maybe the Chargers, maybe the Jags. Yeah, they've been doing Agreed. it. Agreed. And, only, and, like, I want to put the Eagles with the Chiefs. I, I want to, right? Inside wants to do it, but I can't. And she talked about it. Like, the resume that the Chiefs been playing in the last five years is um, it's crazy. So, for me to put the, the, the Eagles, who have – I think they arrived, right? They arrived, but it's not the same as the Chiefs. Chiefs, they arrived, and they're still delivering. I think the scariest part for me with the Chiefs is you can take pieces away, and it doesn't matter. Like, that's what's the scariest. Without Tyreek Hill, I didn't think that was possible. Like, like, Dude, I was saying, yeah, like, ain't no way. Ain't no yeah. way they can do that. I played with him. I seen what he could do. And that may be with the Eagles, too, but I just I haven't seen it. Yeah. yeah. Right? And hopefully you don't have to. You know what I mean? Hope, yeah, right, right, right. Hopefully you don't have to. I just look at the competition and I'm I like. I hope you're right, though. I hope my Eagles are there. <laughs> it, it, but the, the this thing for me, Shady, and I'll take it a break with this, is if the Eagles aren't, who beat them? Like, that's what I would have a hard time answering. Uh, now, obviously, I'm assuming health. I don't want to assume anybody Any, gets anything hurt. Anything can happen. Of course it can. Long season. Of course it can. A bad game can happen. No doubt about it. Right. But 
if the Eagles lose, I'm like, dang, you lost to the Cowboys, you lost to the Niners. Because if you lose to the Giants or the Vikings or the Packers or the Bears or the Panthers or the Saints or the Bucks or the Seahawks, I mean, it's I'm like, June, yeah. though. But yeah, if, yeah. if the, whole, the whole world could be different, and if in the September. Chiefs lose, the whole like, world was different two days ago. True, true. I, I'm just not lowering the bar for you. I was different yeah. yesterday. <laughs> The outfit was, the man was the same. Coming up, expectations high for several teams entering the season like we just talked about. But what teams are being overhyped and what teams are being overlooked? We're talking about your favorite team next. You want to hear these shocking teams we have to mention. Remember, you can check us out every day on the Fox Sports Channel on SiriusXM. Hey, college football fans, Joel Klatt here, and I am so happy to announce my new interview series, The Joel Klatt Show Big Noon Conversations. Every Monday, we will bring you a candid conversation with the most influential voices in college football. From Colorado's Coach Prime to Coach Saban down in Tuscaloosa, we sit down and discuss all things college football. Download the Joel Klatt Show Big Noon Conversations wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to the new Joel Klatt Show YouTube channel. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up, family? Welcome back to Speak. Now, look, there are plenty of teams generating a lot of hype entering the NFL season. You might see your team up here, at least in your mind. A lot of lofty expectations to live up to. The Athletic released a list of the most overhyped teams that included Cowboys, Dolphins, Jets, Chargers, and you guessed it, the Lions. But now it's time for us to talk about who our most overhyped NFL teams are entering the season. Joy, where do you stand? Most overhyped team entering the season? I think it's the Jets. Hmm. Mm. Fair pick. I think it's the Jets. I knew that was coming. Why? Why? I know you. Why? <laughs> uh, no, I only say it's the Jets because... We're, we're projecting a lot of things on paper, yep. and mm. we haven't seen any of it play out. It could be as great as we're all imagining it will be, and Jets fans are predicting it will be and are excited about it. Or it could be a disaster. I mean, we've seen some examples over the past few years of the highest level of success coming from top-level quarterbacks going to a new destination, Tom Brady obviously being the first, winning a Super Bowl right away. Matthew Stafford going to the Rams, winning a Super Bowl right away. And then Russell Wilson who we were saying should be in the Super Bowl that year. Yeah. And it was a disaster. It was a disaster. So I don't think that it will be as bad as it was with Russell Wilson. But I don't know. I don't know what it is. Because, I, I again, as you know, I'm a big organization nerd. But I do think that coaches and organizations and cultures and, and building on things matters when you go somewhere. And I think that the, the, the place that Tom Brady went was chosen by him for a reason. Mm. He had options and he chose to go there because of the talent, because of the offensive coaching of Bruce Arians, because of what they had there, and then brought in high-level players, future Hall of mm. Famers, to aid in that roster. When you look at Matthew Stafford, no rings. <laughs> you know? Look at Matthew Stafford and what he did when he went to the Rams, what they had there, what Sean McVay had already done. That's not the case with the Jets. The Jets have a 12-year drought. It's the longest active playoff drought of any team in the NFL, and it ties a franchise record. 
They made the playoffs last in 2010. It was a great year, by the way. That's, that's the year I was a Jets fan. <laughs> Good year. But it's just, it's not the same landing spot. I haven't seen them trending in the direction, really, that I think they need to be in to mm. take that huge step that we're expecting. Mm. So I just feel like I need to wait and see before I get on board. I'm going to say it with your and my chest. Like, it's the Jets. Without question, it's the Jets. Because of the five teams that we put up there, there's only two that we talk about as Super Bowl contenders. The Jets and the Cowboys. <laughs> and the Cowboys, well, we always talk about them as Super Bowl contenders because that's just what we do, True. right? But also, their record last year would warrant. I mean, they're, they're, the Jets have so far to go. Not only are we talking about them potentially winning the division, or at least Shady is, but we're talking about them contending for a Super Bowl. They have to go from 7-10. and 10. They have to leapfrog a 13-3 and three, uh, Bills. Bills team. And, and then they have to take a march to the Super Bowl. And why? Why is all that going to happen? Because Aaron Rodgers is there now. Except, when was the last time that Aaron Rodgers marched a team to the Super Bowl? So... I'm just looking at all of the presumptions being made about the New York Jets and how far they're being elevated. And I'm thinking, whew, the hype machine is out of control. That's fair. I think that is the right answer. I think my answer will get partial credit. Y'all's got full credit. I'm going with the Detroit Lions, 2-5. I think Detroit's the most overhyped team, hmm. not named the Jets. One, I'm not convinced the Detroit Lions actually know what they're doing. Last three years, they have the third worst <laughs> record in football. Now, we hail them as though they know what they're doing because they went nine and eight last year. But yeah. I don't just look at records. I try to, one, watch the tape like Shady alludes to. But more importantly, I try to look at the nuances that the record tells you. Who did you beat? When did you beat them? How did you beat them? How did you look when you beat them? Mm. That's why Joy and I think we're on the bandwagon last year. The Minnesota Vikings were pretenders. If you look at their record, oh, my God, they're so good. Watch the games, y'all. Pittsburgh Steelers, the year they lost to the Browns in the playoffs. Pretenders. Oh, they started off 11-1. and one. Watch the games. When I look at the Detroit Lions and I think about who they beat, last year, 3-6 and six versus playoff teams. Dan Campbell's career, 5-11-1 versus playoff teams. They're not beating good teams. Now, they're beating bad teams, and in the NFC, maybe you have an argument. Well, there are a bunch of bad teams this year. But when I look at the Detroit Lions, I'm like, we grade them on a curve, rightfully so. I was drafted to Cleveland. I understand grading people on the curves. But I don't think they're a legitimately all that. Shady, which team is more overhyped between Lions and Jets, or where do you stand? I'm going to go with the, uh, the Dolphins. Right? Mm. Just hear me out. Just hear me out. While I say that they might be overhyped is because we see the potential they have there. We see the ceiling. The ceiling is way, way up there. Like, I don't even know where the ceiling is for the Dolphins. That's how good they are. Right? They got two number one wide receivers yep. that get crazy, super busy That's facts. on offense. Then I already thought they had a solid secondary. Then they go out there and get Jalen Ramsey. Talk about it. So I said, okay, this team's ready to roll. Like, this team should be contending like for not only that division, but playoffs and maybe championship. Facts. They're ready to roll. So now when I look at it, you add Bradley Chubb to the, to the mix. So now we got a pass rusher, we got secondary, we got the offense, wide receivers. Hopefully they might get Cook. I don't know, I heard he might sign there, whatever it is. But right now, look at this team, it's on Tua. If Tua is this good player that we think he is with McDaniel's offense, yep. then they'll be that type of team we think. If not, 
They'll be overrated. That's a, that's a very, very good they're answer. Mm-hmm. The only reason I don't like that answer is because I think the Dolphins are actually good. But in the event they're not. Because the potential says that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would yeah. say that. Yep. Yes. We got to see it. That's yep. facts. Okay, most overlooked team then. If we talk about overhyped, who do y'all think isn't getting enough credit? Shady, you just answered. Go back door on it. Who do you not think is getting enough let me credit? Go, let me go last. Let me go last. Think on it then. Think I on would it. say Eagles, but that's not really, really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I'll kick it off then. I think team not getting enough credit, Seattle Seahawks. You already know where I stand on them. I don't think the Seahawks are getting Us. enough credit. Last year, they made it to the playoffs. They got bounced real quick by the 49ers. Yep. This year, Geno Smith, I think he will build on his success from last season. You add Jackson Smith and Jigba. He's your third best receiver as a first-round pick. I think he will elevate Tyler Lockett. He'll elevate DK Metcalf. you got to remember, Kenneth Walker finished second as far as rookie of the year offensively. I think he will be better. Mm-hmm. Your two tackles were rookies last year. They will be better. Mm-hmm. Tariq Woolen at cornerback, and then you drafted a cornerback in the first round to start opposite Tariq Woolen, he will be better. I'm not even talking about the safety that was traded from the Jets, Jamal Adams. I don't even know what he'll do, but Quandre Diggs will be there regardless. He has been good for the last five years. I think the Seahawks aren't getting enough credit. Joy, who's overlooked? Well, I'll stay in that division. I've been on this bandwagon. I think it's the Rams. They have the best coach in the division, best quarterback in the division. They have the best receiver, best all-around receiver in the division. Best defensive player in the division. Best, this is the best player. Just say best player. Fine, best, best player. player. <laughs> best player. That, those are pretty important positions. Yeah, best quarterback, best coach, best receiver, best defensive player in the division. They just won a Super Bowl two years ago. Ravaged by injuries last year, mm. and it looked bad, and it looked bad before they started to get injured. But I think they're going to bounce back, and I really don't feel like that division is anyone's to take. It's, mm-hmm. it's, I mean, I hear you on Seattle, but I think they had a good year. It's exaggerated a little bit because we thought they were tanking, mm. and they had, yeah. a, they had a nice year. It was a nice year. But even by Pete Carroll's standards, not really a good year when you talk about how many games they actually won. So I think we're grading them a bit on the curve. I think Arizona's going to be ter- terrible. 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 And we have no idea who's playing quarterback for the Niners. Yeah, I just feel I'm with Acho when it comes to the Seahawks. I just believe that they're one year ahead of the Rams. I think the Rams this year, with the trade to Ramsey and, and the way they're moving, that they are looking to, re- to hit the reset button. So they're not really going for it. The Seahawks, meanwhile, um, two of their first three draft picks were on the defensive side. I can't believe that Pete Carroll is going to have a team that was as bad as they were defensively two years in a row. And um, I, I'm just looking at all the dividends that they're getting. You mentioned some of the players they drafted last year. Like the, the, the number of dividends that they got from trading Russell Wilson and the draft surplus that they have and the wide receiving core and Geno Smith now having a year uh, there already. I just I feel they're primed to move and, and a rebuilding year and you still make the playoffs. That's not a bad thing. Jay, where you I bought a rookie uh, last year, Kenny Pickett. I'm going with the Steelers. Ah. They, they'll be better this year. I think that his second year uh, under Mike Tomlin, who's a great coach, excellent coach, winning coach. I think he learned something there, a good defense, solid offense. You know, Pittsburgh guy. <laughs> there it is. I think they ball out. I was waiting on that. I was waiting. You always going to say Pittsburgh yeah. guy. Okay, coming up, we got to talk about the most fascinating conversation in sports this week. Dame Lillard. Remember, free agency is just hours away, and there's going to be some movement. But crazy enough, Dame Lillard has not yet demanded a trade. I'm going to tell you why I have a huge issue with that. You don't want to miss it. Stick around for that next week. Baseball is back, and so is Flippin' Bats. Five times a week, Monday through Friday. So follow us on the Fox Sports app, YouTube, and anywhere you get your podcasts. 
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Most intriguing topic of the day, Dame Lillard, one of the most talked about NBA stars this offseason. Rumors swirling about the seven-time All-Star being moved, but reports say Dame did not officially request a trade after meeting with the Blazers' front office. He met with the Blazers' front office earlier this week, 2-5, and in surprising fashion, at least surprising to me, he didn't request nor demand a trade. What do you make of that? I, I say it's this. It's when... Being loyal has gone wrong mm. or gone too far. What's that show with Dave Chappelle? Well, keeping it real keeping is going, it going real wrong. wrong. Yeah, like Dame, listen, man, you keeping it too real, please. We need to see Dame Lillard. Imagine the, the mirror of the Dame time. Yes. Imagine seeing that in the conference game, right? Imagine seeing that in the, in, in, in the finals. We won't never see that in Portland. And I think that he's, it's so honorable to see him, you know, being loyal and sticking to the franchise that drafted him, took a shot for him or shot after him, you know, coming from Weber State. I get that. I'll get all of that. But, for your legacy, for your career, do us all a favor and play on the big stage because you deserve it. He's done so much for that organization. Mm-hmm. Let that man go and go out there and, and play for a contending team. I'm with you, 2-5. Like, I'm actually confused, Joy. I'm confused. Like, when I thought about this conversation earlier today, I'm genuinely confused by Dame Lillard because I really want to say he doesn't want to win bad enough. And I don't say that as an indictment because I respect individuals that can balance out their sports life from their personal life. Dame Lillard, I think, does that maybe better than any pro basketball player. But in that same breath, in that same vein, I also have to say I'm not convinced Dame is willing to do everything it takes to win. Because what does it take to win sometimes in the NBA? Kicking, screaming, demanding, I want to break free. Mm. We saw it to some degree with James Harden, and he still hasn't won. But at least he said, you know what, Houston, I can't win here. Get me up out of here. Mm -hmm. Okay, Brooklyn, can't necessarily win here. Get me up out of here. James Harden, I admire his effort. LeBron James was like, I can't win in Cleveland. Got to go. Kevin Garnett, I'm not winning in Minnesota. I got to go. I like when players Kevin Durant, I'm not winning in OKC. I see you, Joy. Mm -hmm. I'm not winning in OKC. I got to go. Mm-hmm. Now, you get criticized on the back end for it, but what nobody will ever be able to take from you is your championship ring. Mm-hmm. We've seen it in football. Jalen Ramsey, I'm not winning in Jacksonville. I got to go. Get me up out of here. Mm-hmm. I respect at least the thought process behind I want to win so bad that I'm going to do whatever it takes to win. And I just haven't seen Dame exemplify that. I think Dame is trying to negotiate with the cost of success, and the cost of success is non-negotiable. Well, I, I would just say relax, because he hasn't asked for a trade yet. I still expect that it's going to happen. At Ask some or demand, there's a difference. Um, I, I believe he's in a place where he can, well, he, he can demand it. He can say it's time for me to go. And what he's doing, keep in mind, unlike any of the other guys you mentioned, Dame has been resolute. No, I want to win a championship here. Mm -hmm. I want to win a championship for Portland. So I don't know that he can suddenly flip it and go, get me out of here. Until it is proved beyond a shadow of a doubt at this point when he's age 33, that Portland is not giving him a championship team this year. So we still have free agency to go through. 
And his thing, let me see what happens in free agency. It's going to allow that to play out. And if it is apparent to everyone, including Blazers fans, that this is not a team that is going to contend for the championship, once all the dust has settled in the Western Conference, and you know that the Portland Trailblazers are not capable of getting to the finals, then when he says, look, I told you, I want to play for a championship. This team can't play for a championship. It's obvious to everyone. So send me to Miami. Then nobody's going to dispute his seemingly turn of intention, which is to win a championship for Portland. Because he's going to say, look, I, I told you, I, I, show me that we can win one and I'll stay. You're showing me that you're not building one, so I got to go. But once free agency's over, everybody has their teams. And Are you talking about for next year? No, 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 no. But, no, but this is what pre- presumably is going to be a trade if he's going to go somewhere, right? They can't, they can't get Dame as a free agent right. if it's Miami. For, and, I mean, Miami to me seems the obvious True. choice, right? That's going to have to be a trade. So may, once all the dust is settled, if they're trading – Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson and first-round picks or whatever. You can do that after, after free agency is over. And I don't know that Miami is going to be involved in signing somebody that's going to preclude Well, they might have Dame. to if, they don't, if they're counting on Dame being the one who's available. But I don't, think it's going to be, I don't think their improvement is going to be via free agency. It would be via trade. And you may be right. Maybe they're looking at it and saying, we've got to make a trade to improve now. But I think Dame is a big enough I mean, unless, fish unless, that they would wait. He is, but if he decides he's staying in Portland like he's always said he has. I, this I'm going to say this Pat is, Riley. There, we haven't heard a lot of places, destinations for him. I can't imagine Pat Riley somebody who particularly likes to be held hostage, even if it is someone of the caliber of Dame Lillard. But he has the right at any point to change his mind also, Dame. Sure. But I would not. Uh, this is why I believe that it's eventually going to happen, because this is the most noise we've heard around Dame about going someplace else. He specifically named Miami. He is he has he hasn't closed the door mm-hmm. like previously. It's always been. I want to win a championship in Portland. Right. Yeah, I know LeBron tried to get me down to L.A. and all these other teams and all these other places I could go Philly and all that stuff. But I am staying here. This is the first time that I'm hearing him. Name names and leaving the door open. And I believe at some point this summer or before training camp, he's going to walk through that door. Do you think he'll walk through the door, Joy? Do you think Dame Lillard will demand a trade or what do you make of it in totality? I I don't allow myself to dream (laughs) when it comes to Damian Lillard. Would I love to see Damian Lillard in Miami? I'd love to see him with... A contender. See Dame time in, Six, in, okay, wait, in, in wait, the finals. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, you, you, like you would be happy to see him anywhere? No, with a contender, of course. With a contender. But you wouldn't prefer to have him in Miami? Of course I would prefer to have him in Miami. <laughs> uh, of course. I think Miami is actually the best place for him. Okay. But I think it's not to be expected at this point with Dame. Like This has been what Dame has said he's going to do, what he wants to do. And, I mean, could you imagine, as you were talking – I'm just imagining like one of these old school guys like 15, 20 years ago before LeBron set all this in motion at the highest level. Not new, not new, because players have been doing this for a very long time in the NBA. Nobody did. But set this level of in motion. I mean, the clutching of the pearls would have been 
you're encouraged. You're like, we're upset now that a player's not leaving. Like, that's how quickly things can change <laughs> in sports. Now we are upset that a player is not leaving a team that they're with. But I think it's just because we see the potential that Dame could provide to a team that is actually in contention. And the Blazers have had a long time to put together a team, put a team around right. him right. that could put him into that space. And, and I mean, I, I guess some people could make the argument that it's, it's Dame who hasn't taken them over the edge, but... I mean, we have eyeballs. We, we, we see what they've been up against. We see the roster and the turnover and them trading away McCollum. And I just don't think it can happen in Portland. But if this is what, if this is what he wants to do, I have to respect the fact that he wants to stay there yeah. as much as I respect a so player wanting to leave. I respect it. But here's my issue. It's not a matter of respect. It's I can't want Dame to succeed more than Dame wants himself to succeed. I don't know if y'all have had these conversations either with your children, with your loved one, with anybody, and you're like, hey, man, maybe you should consider applying for this job. Maybe Maybe go to this college. Hey, maybe you should study a little bit longer. Hey, maybe you should do this and do that. Mm-hmm. And then ultimately you see it in their eyes that, oh, they just don't want it as bad as you want it for them. Mm-hmm. I know Shady mm-hmm. wants mm-hmm. to see Dame with the contender. Joy wants to see Dame with the contender. But if Dame wants to see Dame with the contender, he would go be on a contender. He would say, I demand a trade. I don't want to be here. Send me here, 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 or here. Right. Pick one of those teams. We've seen it happen with lesser respected players. James right. Harden. I won't say lesser talented, but lesser respected players. We've seen players say, I don't want to be here anymore. So I don't judge Dame for it, but I can't want Dame to be on a contender. Whether Shady does, Joy does, I can't want it more than Dame wants. But do you take issue with the fact that if he is indeed just trying to give Portland every chance to prove that they can put a team around him before he says, okay, I gave you every opportunity and you haven't been able to do it. I I look at what Bradley Beal did. Bradley Beal was, is he going to stay? Is he going to go for how many years, right? There was, there was constant talk about he's going to potentially go someplace else. Then he signed the max deal because he could only get that money in Washington to that level. And as soon as he was eligible to get moved, he's in Phoenix. I see the same thing with Dame. Dame stayed around to sign that two-year, $60 million, $120 million extension. He's got his money guaranteed now to 36, 37 years old. That's as much as anything why I believe the, the path has been set for him to ask. He's just trying to do it the right way based on all of his talk about being but here's uh, loyal to Portland. I think that's who Dame is. Agree. That's like, where I'm I, at. I think it's his personality. Like, listen, I, I, I committed to being with the Portland Trailblazers. I'm going to stay here no matter what. I'm going to be here. And I, I want them to know that I'm loyal and I'm, and I'm trustworthy. And I, I think back to, like, even when I was playing, if I know what I know now, I would definitely ask for different trades. Like, hey, look, we rebuilding. I need to go. Yeah. No, no, no. It's not, I'm not talking about it. I'm not asking. I'm telling you. I need to be moved. Compared to when I was younger, I'm like, nah. This one, this one I'm rocking with. Mm-hmm. They drafted me. I love my homeboys. love my teammates. I'm staying here. I love the city. And you get so in tune of, like, being loyal. But for my career, if I could do it all over again, when I went to Buffalo, when they started getting, like, I don't know. We, rebuilding. We, rebuilding. We're losing. Nah, yeah. look. Coach, I need to roll. So are you guys thinking that Dame, I mean, that Dame's going to stay in Portland? Like yeah, the fact that I he hasn't asked I yet no, is proof that he's not I think it's going. what Joy's alluded to, what Shady's alluded to. I think Shady hit the nail on the head. Joy has previously. Dame is loved by everybody. Mm-hmm. Like that's rare for most pro athletes. Like loved by everybody. But it takes a little bit of calculation. You can't kick up dust. You know what I'm saying? You got to be embraced by the culture. And if Dame demands a trade, he will no longer be loved by everybody. See, I don't believe that part. Hmm. I, 
I think that if he would leave, I think people would understand. I even think Portland fans. Like, he, that's, that's torture. I'm, I'm, I'm one of the best players in the league for I'm years. With I'm with you. Top 75 player, and I'm here with this team, and we can't never win. I've just rarely they seen. They would know that. I just rarely see. I, I want to believe that, Shane. And, and another thing is, I've learned, like, if you win too much and you do something like this, people going to hate you. Correct. Right? I think the people we hate, they hate it. Well, not me, but people was hating on LeBron when he did it because he was so good. He'd done so much. Right? Mm-hmm. Where Dame's like, he hasn't done that much. As right. far as the winning part, so if he leaves, like okay, like we didn't, like 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 Kevin Garnett, Kevin Garnett didn't get a lot of like, um, um, you know, backlash from this. I would also, went to the term, I would or say, or went to the uh, Celtics. 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 I would just say different age. I want to agree with you, Shady, but it's the same misconception you have when you gotta uh, tell your employer you're quitting or you gotta break up with somebody, some him or her. There's no good way to give bad news, and there's no right time to give the wrong news. It's just as much as you want to think so, and we all want to think so. Oh, I'm just gonna tell them I'm leaving. I- They'll understand. I think more people will be understanding of this particular situation because it is a little more unique than a Kevin Durant or a LeBron. I, I, I think people will be more understanding. There will be some pushback. There's no way that there won't be some pushback because of the table that he set with the loyalty and wanting to stay there. But I do think overwhelmingly it would it would be a positive response because he's so loved and because people do understand the situation in Portland. So because and I'm not sure that he's so concerned about being universally loved that he wouldn't make a move, that that's going to prevent him from making that move. But let's say that that's true, that there's some part of him that doesn't want to be the villain. All right. And the one thing that he would get cracked back on is well, what happened to all that loyalty talk. Mm-hmm. So. If you go to a point where you go, look, I gave, you, I gave you the draft. You had the number three pick. You didn't move it. I gave you free agency. You didn't go get anybody. Like, I think if there's an opportunity for him to go and no one blame him for going, it's that he gave, ev- he gave the Blazers every possible chance to fix this team, and they didn't. And now he says, okay. Send me to Miami. Very well said. Very well said. We will see. All eyes have been on Dame Lillard. Dame, we're going to see what you got going. But what else we need to see? The divisions in football that are the most talented. AFC North, you see Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, Deshaun Watson. But the AFC East is loaded as well. Tua, Josh Allen, Matt Jones, amongst others. Which is the best division? That's next on Steve. Did you say Matt I know. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. AFC North is loaded. I can't wait for this dialogue. It's one of our best conversations. You know the AFC North is loaded. They have the Bengals. They have the Steelers. They have the Ravens. But the AFC East, they got the Bills, y'all. They got the Dolphins. They got the Jets. They got the Patriots. Both of these divisions are incredibly tough. Two of the best, if not the best in all of football. So it's very simple question. Joy, which division is tougher? That AFC North with the Bengals, with the Steelers, that AFC East with the Bills, with the Dolphins, which is tougher? I don't even think this is a conversation. And I would put the AFC West above the AFC East before I even got to the AFC North, which I think is the toughest division in football. 
Top to bottom, that's why I say this. The top of the division may not be as high, but the bottom isn't as low. So let's just start with the coaches. Mm. You have two Super Bowl winning coaches in this division. The other coach has been to a Super Bowl and an AFC championship game. The other coach is a former coach of the year three, four years ago. You have better quarterbacks, top to bottom. The worst quarterback in this division is Kenny Pickett. You think he's going to take a step up this year. I think he will also. Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season. Top to bottom, you have two of the best young quarterbacks, a former MVP. Joe Burrow just played in the Super Bowl, went back to AFC Championship game. Deshaun Watson is, is playing in this division. Don't even get me started on the defensive side of the ball for all of these teams, mm. the running games for all of these teams. I, I just don't really know Argument. how you can argue. You have legacy-winning organizations. The bottom of the AFC East is too low for me to compare it to the AFC North. That's well said. I think the AFC East is better, 2-5. I think the AFC East is, is better than the AFC North. But, again, it's very, very close. Splitting hairs, but we have the hairs to split, so let's split them. When I talk about the top teams, Bengals and the Bills, I think it's kind of a wash. The Bengals what? can be – Whoa, 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 whoa. Based on what? Based on what? You can't just throw that out there. Where, where, where did they uh, based on the fact that the Bills were 13-4 and four last yeah, year. When did beat the Bills ever special banners for – You don't. Th- you don't at all. You also don't get special banners for losing in the Super Bowl. Oh, so, you don't. But, you, but if you don't go to the Super Bowl, you can't win the Super Bowl. Correct. But neither team has won a Super Bowl in the last but the, But both teams did not go to a Super Bowl. I agree with that. I, I think it's close. In fact, the only team in that division that has gone to a Super Bowl in the last 10 years – is the Patriots, and I know y'all about to say that's the worst team in the division. No doubt about it. But again, for me, the, ba- the B- Bengals, I do believe, are better than the Bills, but I do not think they are significantly better than the Bills. We didn't get to watch that game in the regular season, obviously. You know there was a tragedy on the field. In this postseason, we did see that game. Bills had home field advantage. Shout out to the Bengals for winning it. Okay, but when you, I move- just, you just moved. You just moved from Bills and Bengals being equal to Bengals being better than the Bills. Sure. I just didn't feel like arguing any longer, no, honestly. When I moved to the second team, I think about the Ravens and the Dolphins. If we want to go off who won last year, the Dolphins beat the Ravens last year. Now, I think those teams are also fairly equal. But again, if we want to say who made, who won last year, Dolphins beat the Ravens. Both teams went to the playoffs. Both teams lost. When I move down to the third team, Shady, this is where yeah. it's interesting for me. Because I like the Jets more than I like the Steelers. I like the Jets more than I like the Browns. Yeah. Personally. Like, that's where I'm at with it. Then when you get to the very last team, Steelers, Patriots, Browns, Patriots, same thing. Bill Belichick is a 500 coach without Tom Brady. He's going to go 25 and 25. Steelers, yeah, they're going to yeah. go 9 and 8. Like, Bill Belichick's going to go 9 and 8. He's going to go 8 and 9. I think the Steelers are going to go. I said yesterday the Steelers might go 10 and 7 or 8 and 9 or 9. So you think the Steelers and the Patriots are the same I right now? Same. I think, I think yeah, they'll both be with 9 and Yeah, they both. I think they could, if, if the, the Steelers could beat them, and they could beat the Steelers. It's like they're in the same boat. Same boat. Or not. I mean, what makes the Steelers so much better than the Patriots? I mean, they're, like, they're both in the same Trying to find a quarterback. I, I, don't you know? think, I don't think they're close. They have Kenny Pickett, who's an ascending quarterback. Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season. Mm-hmm. What, I mean, you think, I mean, Mike, but, you think but, Mike Tomlin and Bill Belichick are on the same, on the same level right what, now? What I'm saying is that, so if I told you that the, 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 the uh, Patriots beat the Steelers, you won't be surprised. Right? Th- this year? This yeah. year? Yeah. Heck no. We know how I like the Steelers is way, way better than better the Patriots. The Patriots. There's just no empirical yeah, data to support like, that. They, they, they're like getting themselves back together. Okay, though. let's say they're the same. Okay, but I think the, the Jets is the, the best point you made because I, I do think that the, the Bills and the, and the Bengals are close. I think the Bengals are better, right? And then you got the Ravens and then the Dolphins. And then Dolphins. But then the third team, you're talking about the Browns. Like, what? They look awful last year, though. 
And Deshaun Watson. You know why they looked awful? They didn't have Deshaun Watson until week 12. Well, I'm just saying, when we did see Deshaun Watson, which I think he was a great quarterback when he was playing, he looked bad. He didn't play football for two years. I mean, whatever it is. Whatever the if game is, I don't really do the what, ifs. What, what, if, just, the Jets is a total if. But, but I'm just saying. The Jets from, is a fantasy. From, from what I watched last year, no, 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 no. The Jets, they add, they add A-Rod with the team they already had. I like that team. Okay. The team the Jets had, they got, what do you mean? They had top defense and they got, but how, they got how super, are you projecting they got super playmakers. The Jets, the which are not projecting for the Browns. How are or you the projecting? Ravens. Let me say it again. When I watched the, the Browns play with Deshaun Watson, what he looked like. Bad. He looked good. real bad. Okay, yeah. so I'm assuming you don't that he's going to be better this year. But I'm assuming. When did you watch Aaron Rodgers last year? Aaron Rodgers didn't throw for over 300 yards last year. Rodgers, I watched Aaron Rodgers with the Green Bay Packers Aaron last Rodgers, year. He Aaron, didn't look good. He was nowhere like that. He wasn't as bad as Deshaun, though. Okay, I understood. But, but still, but still. Like, so now, what I'm saying is, if I take the the okay A Rod from last year and I put him with these young res- receivers and, and 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 the young defense they have over there, I like that matchup. I like that. I think they'll do well. Compared to the Browns, the Browns have shown me no, nothing to be optimistic about going for this year. Let me year. throw this to the right side of the table. <laughs> Please do. I can't believe we're defending the Who Jets Who was the like better this. division last year? Honestly, the AFC East. <laughs> the AFC North won more games. When I think about the AFC East, AFC North sent the— Teams. Yeah, teams. AFC East sent two teams to the playoffs. AFC North, I believe, sent two teams did, to the playoffs. Uh-huh. Did they get to the— Did they get to the— Which, the conference, which, which conference Yeah, which, which con- division— or, uh, We all went to the conference championship game. Okay. Bengals did. Okay, so, but so you gotta, how are we saying about, the East is the, better? We're talking about the whole division, okay. right? So we're not gonna, are we not going to count the Browns? Are we not going to count the Steelers? No, nope, we can. All right, so are we not going to count the Jets? Are we not going to count the Patriots? I'm counting both of them. Like, I'm counting. Counting. All okay. I'm saying is that if I look at the Jets now with A-Rod and the players they do have there, like their young players with the Jets, they don't, they, they're not nowhere close to the, I mean, um, the, the, the Steelers, but the, young players, they're nowhere close to the Jets young players. I'm not even comparing, if right? you want to compare the Steelers and the Patriots, that's fine. Are you not so comparing it, the Browns and the and the Jets? You're totally. We are totally projecting what the Jets you, are going to be you, based off the fact that the Jets have been bad for the last twelve years. Do you years. think the Browns will be better than the Jets this year? If so, significantly. Because mm. this I is could absolutely see the Browns being better than the do Jets. Do you think they will? Not could you see it? Do you think the Browns will be better than the Jets this year? I won't say significantly, but I could. I think that they will be. Yeah. You think the Browns will be better than Jets this year? Uh, I think they'll be. I, in I think Deshaun Watson is better right now than Jets. Aaron Rodgers is right now. But. But we're, we're, we're ground. why are we pay? Why did they pay him two hundred thirty million dollars then? What, what ground do you have to say that? Say that Deshaun better. What ground do you Aaron Rodgers was bad last year, you guys. No, no, Deshaun, not good. Deshaun was, not was worse. Good. Deshaun was way worse. And the two years prior, yeah, who, you, who, 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 who is more likely to be better again this year? I don't know, bro. Deshaun went on slants last year. Okay, but you know how good Deshaun can be. Yes, I do. I right. gotta see that though. Okay. I gotta see that. Okay. But why would you Aaron Rodgers was nowhere near how bad Deshaun Watson was. I, 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 I get that, about? but but Deshaun like, is still like Russell Wilson. Deshaun, Deshaun is Watson. still ascending. It was, like that. it was like Russell Wilson bad, and then Deshaun how Watson old, bad. How old is Deshaun Watson? Slick. The but possibility he's that he's going to get back to being what he was is far greater. Last year, Deshaun was worse than Rodgers. Yes. Understood. Way worse. No question. The year before, Deshaun was worse than Rodgers. Because Rodgers was an MVP. The year before, Deshaun was worse than Rodgers. Because Rodgers was an MVP. <laughs> so the last three years... But we're not Aaron talking Rod- about Aaron Rodgers with the Packers. We're talking about Aaron exactly. Rodgers with the, with the Jets. Jets. Exactly. Absolutely. But if, if Rodgers has quite literally been better than Deshaun every year, the last three years, 
Why would Aaron we now Rogers, assume? This is, I, I don't want to hang all of this on Aaron Rodgers yeah. versus Deshaun as deciding which division is better. Yeah, I don't want to. You do guys that. are taking all of these. Look, yeah, I said that. There are more. Yeah, I just said that. There are more question marks, and you brought one up earlier about Miami. There are more question marks about the AFC East teams and whether they're going to elevate. Because we have a question about, are the Bills going to be as good as they were a year ago? We don't have that question about the Bengals. The Ravens, we've been talking about, they've, got, they've improved their wide receiving core, and they have a, and they have a healthy fair. Lamar Jackson. The, the, AF, the AFC East has more question marks. I will concede on that in, in totality. I, the only question mark for me with the North, the Cleveland Browns and Deshaun, what are they going to do? And the Baltimore Ravens with the new offensive coordinator, and can Lamar Jackson stay healthy? Because we haven't seen that in the last three years, too specifically. No, st- no stiller questions? The Steelers are going to win 10 games. They're going to win nine games. I don't have a question mark. They're going to be good. They're not going to be They'll great. They'll have a winning record. But bad. you don't They'll know what the Patriots record. are going to be. Patriots are going to be the same as the Steelers. They're going to be good. They're not going to be bad. They're not going to be great. They're going to win nine right. games. I don't have question marks about the Patriots. They're 25 and 25. It's like having question marks about the Cowboys. You know who they are. It. I know who they are. They're eight and eight. All right. Like, they're, they're going to be 500. But I think the ceiling with the AFC East is higher than the ceiling. Oh, the ceiling is literally higher for the teams in the AFC North over the last he, two years. Here's why. I think the Jets' ceiling is higher because, like you said, we have Super Bowl aspirations for the Jets. Mm-hmm. I think the Dolphins' ceiling is ridiculously mm-hmm. high because we've talked about that. I think the Bills' ceiling is ridiculously high. That's why I think the ceiling what is for the, the AFC What is the ceiling for the Bengals? Bengals' ceiling is high. Ravens' ba- ceiling, Bengals is high. ceiling is higher than the Bills because it – has literally been higher than the Bills over the last few years. I don't think years. the ceiling is higher for the Bengals and the Bills. I think the reality, I don't think right. the ceiling is. So yeah, I'm like, but, but like literally the Bengals just went to the Super Bowl two years ago and then went back to the AFC Championship game. But ceiling is how good are you capable of being? Yeah. You feel me? Like okay. ceiling is like ceiling. Max. Like how, what's your max velocity? And, and, and we're, we're talking about Wait, the like Bengals being, uh, being Super Bowl or bust. Yes, so we, we think that they can go to the Super Bowl. Same conversation I'd have with the Bills. The Bills have not been to a Super Bowl yet, though. Like, we know the Bengals are capable of getting to the Super Bowl because they actually, in reality, in real life, went to a Super Bowl. And then the next year went back to an AFC Championship game. But even and if- we're arguing that the Bills have taken this, are, are going to take a step back this year. If you're talking ceiling, though, right, I would say that we would all assume the Bengals and the Bills can reach the same high. I would not because I've seen the Bengals do it, and I yeah. don't know if the Bills will. So you don't, you don't think the Bills can get to a Super Bowl this year? I think they I think could, they but I'm can, not as but, confident but they, in but them the, doing I, so I, I as know the ba- I think they can. I know the Bengals can because they did it. I feel like there's a time continuum, something like split mm-hmm. in between on this desk right here. Because We're in the upside over down. The, We're yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, it's like stranger things. Like <laughs> you guys are. We go from the Oregon to the division, so now we're arguing this one team. No, no, no. I, I'm just looking at, like, like, let's throw, we'll it's, throw it's out the, the Patriots. Why, it's the reason why every year, right, that. So y- y'all keep picking the Bills to go to the Super Bowl because they have that type of ceiling, that potential, right? Last I mean, I'm, year, not, I'm not picking them last year, year but Last yeah. year, you didn't pick the Bengals. I did. Who'd you pick? I picked the Bills. Who'd you pick? Bills. And we were wrong. Right. So, but I'm saying that the capability, though, like the potential, the potential is just as high as the Bengals. That's what I'm saying. But the Bengals have made, have proved right. that they're capable of it. The but Bills so were still you know, waiting to see that happen. You can't, you can't we may have been wrong argument. in expecting You can't that. use potential and prove in the same thing. They literally yeah. run counter. Okay, so then, then we shouldn't talk we should about just go with proof. potential at all for any of these teams. So we don't talk about the potential of the Browns. Fair. We don't talk about the potential so of the Jets. We, don't we, know, the Jets. We, know that, we know that the Patriots and Steelers are washed for whatever reason. I don't agree. But let's just pretend that they're the same right now. Right, so they're off. 
And then we have the next layer, which is the Jets and the Browns, which are both projections, right? Potential. Mm -hmm. We don't know what Deshaun Watson's going to be. We don't know what Aaron Rodgers is going to be. So we'll just take them off the table. So we could just focus on the Bills and the Bengals and the Ravens. And the Dolphins. And the Dolphins. Oh. The Ravens. I'm still stuck on the Bills. I'm still you stuck on the Jets. You, you're going to. I, I take, gonna, I, I take, look, I take the A-Rod A from last year and you put him with, his, with the talented players on the Jets. They do better. I love this conversation. They do better, but they're not. All them drop balls that the, that, that the, the Packers had, the Jets not dropping them. Garrett Wilson ain't dropping that on a, in the basket. He's going to be celebrating in the end zone. Oh. I'm going to say the truth. But you take the Sean Watts when he did last year and you, and you implement that this year, Here's what, it's been bad. Let me, it's let me been ask, bad team. Let, let me ask y'all this to close it out, though. What team do you have more confidence in putting three teams in the playoffs? Because to what me, division? that what division? To me, the, that the North. to me, that's what decided it for me. Like I have more confidence that the Dolphins, Bills, Jets will make the playoffs than I have confidence that the. Browns, Ravens, Bengals, mm, more than the Steelers, Ravens. That's a good point. I have significantly more confidence that the Dolphins, Jets, Bills will make the playoffs than I do the three teams in the AFC. I don't. Yeah, I yeah, think the Browns are going to the playoffs this year? If I had to pick between the Browns and the Jets, I would say the Browns, yeah. Ooh, we can bet that. <laughs> you, you I, no, I'm not, I'm I not getting into that. <laughs> like, wish I had a I'm Browns not going to the playoffs. What, what? The Jets have the longest drought in the league. I just asked you what you think. What tells you that they're going to the playoffs, the Browns? What tells you that? That's all I ask. What? I mean, I don't know. I, they, 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 I don't, what, what do you mean? What, what, what? Deshaun What's... Watson, their whole roster, they got a coach of the year. Salah's won 11 games in the league. I'll just ask you about uh, the Browns. What I will say this. You? Who do you... All I ask is that what, which, when you watch the Browns, like, what tells you they're going to the playoffs? What is it? You said Deshaun. Who? The Jets? <laughs> we're talking about the Jets, the New York no, Jets. We're talking about the Browns. You said the Browns. Oh, my God. What Browns, about the Jets gives you, you said, that confidence you said other than Aaron Rodgers? You said Deshaun Watson, which looked awful last year. You said, and you said the coach of the year, what, two years ago? Two years ago. ago. He might be going next year. He might be going next year. Eleven games. And then what else you said? The the defense. I'm not going back and forth with the Jets and Browns. I just ask when y'all watch the Browns, what makes y'all think they go to the playoffs? That's all I wanted to know. Yeah, you keep talking about last year. All right, well, we'll see. (laughs) Oh, well, Well, speaking of last year, this year. Y'all got me arguing for the Browns. This is wrong. (laughs) You you know it's wrong. You know it's wrong. Harden might have played his last game as a sixer, but Thank God. should a championship contender want the former MVP? That's the text That's so wrong. Oh. Oh. Shady done. Hey, folks, it's your man, Keyshawn Johnson, here to talk about Angie. Formerly known as Angie's List, your go-to home services. Marketplace for getting all your jobs done well. Now, you might be wondering, what exactly is Angie? Well, Let me tell you, it's the nation's largest home services marketplace, connecting over 150 million homeowners with skilled professionals to tackle any project, big or small. As a homeowner myself, I always have things I want to work on for my house, whether it's general home renovations or fun projects like putting in a pool. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it a breeze to research, compare, and hire pros, ensuring every job is done well. Whether you're fixing a leaky faucet or planning a full kitchen renovation, Angie's got your back. And get this, folks. Angie's pros aren't just any old contractors. They're your neighbors, often running small businesses right in your community. Plus, they've been rated and reviewed by others in your area. So you know you're getting quality service. 
So why stress over home projects when you can turn to Angie? From finding the best price to scheduling a pro at your convenience, Angie's got you covered every step of the way. So get started today at Angie.com. That's Angie.com or download the app today to get started on getting all your jobs done. That's Angie, your trusted ally in home services. Hi, family. We've got to head to basketball. For the third time in less than three years, James Harden looks to be on the move. Reports say that the Beard is opting into his deal for next season in order for him to work on a sign and trade with the Sixers. Now the Clippers, Knicks, Heat, Bucks, they are among the teams that are expected to be interested in the 10-time, yes, 10-time All-Star former MVP. Shady, you are a Philadelphia legend. James Harden is in Philadelphia as it stands right now. Should a championship contender want James Harden? I'm going to say no. I, I think I think Harden is past his prime. Yep. Right? I, I don't see the explosion anymore. I, I don't see the lift. He never was like a defensive player. Although, earlier in his career his with deal. OKC, he did play some defense. And I think that now looking at him, it's like, what does he bring to a team? I, seriously, I, I don't think he brings that, that championship DNA. I don't think he brings that, that work ethic you need from a veteran. I mean, I think he has flashes of scoring. You know, for time to time, he'd go out there and give you some, some buckets. Yep. And then he might disappear you know, for a couple of games, especially when it gets to the clutch time. Playoffs. So many times we see him in his career show up and then don't show up. And I think for a championship team, for a contender, you don't want that. If you want a guy that's older in his career, you want him to bring something that's valuable to the team. And I can't find nothing that's super valuable on James Harden. I mean, maybe on offense a little bit. But other than that, just watching this game, the way he plays, like even with the Sixers, I mean, when they got tight, he didn't show up. He had one, he had what, what, dropped 40? 45, 45 and then what, missing for two more games, yeah, right? 42. And then 42, and then, then what? Missing again when we mm. need him most. So I just, I just can't see anybody that's a contender going out there and getting James Harden. Shady, and I agree. Wait, and last thing, the best part is, like, people ask, like, where is he going to go? I don't think he has a big market. I think that's the reason why he opt-in to the contract, because I'm, I don't think it's a lot of teams that's out there knocking down the door like, we want James Harden. You bring him to the Knicks, I heard the Knicks is up there. But then you got Jalen Brunson. I don't want to stunt his growth. He's a ball-dominant, you know, point guard. Do you want to stunt his growth with James Harden? It's got, it has to be the, the, the right scheme. Ted it all is the coach there, right? He's all about defense. Mm-hmm. James, doesn't, James doesn't bring defense. So it got to be the right team for James Harden. I, I agree with Shady. I don't think that a contender should want him only because he's not – Reliable, And if you're a contender, you want reliability. James Harden makes you think you can count on him, but then you can't. I go back to 2018, Game 7, Rockets versus Warriors. He goes 2 for 13 mm, right. from 3. Call a coincidence, you can. I think about the playoffs this year. 45 points he has, I believe it was in the semifinals, Game 1. Game yep. final, he disappears Game 2, he disappears it was Game 3. Game 4, 42 goes points. Off. He goes I can off. count on him. Mm-hmm. But then Game 5, 6, and 7, and Joy brought this up yesterday, no made field goals in Games 5, 6, and 7. Only 6 attempted field goals in the fourth quarter combined. No made field goals in the fourth quarter. So when you think about James Harden, he's just not dependable, Joy. That's why I don't think a contender should count on him. Or well, also, like Shady said it, what, what, what is your value? He's not, he's not a defensive stopper. He's not like a leader. He has experience, sure, but you want him there for scoring. Right. The Sixers needed him to score. Like, you're in the position to close out the series and move on to the Eastern Conference Finals, which they haven't done. This is what you're there to do. This is what this whole thing is about. Right. And you score no points in the fourth quarter in three games. Score the ball into the bucket and make the points. That's all you're here to do, and you couldn't do it. And they're a contender, right? We think the Sixers are a contender every single year. Got a league MVP. 
So what is it? What value do you bring? I think he, he can be valuable to a team. But when I think of James Harden going to a contender and being someone that contributes, because when you speak about contenders, you speak about the big moments. Mm-hmm. You speak about closing out series. You speak about scoring in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. What do you provide? Championship teams, everyone has a role. Even the stars have roles that they play. If you can't fulfill your role, you don't have value on a championship team. I'm not going to close the door on the possibility that James Harden could be in the right circumstance crack. Crack. with the right culture, could be part of a championship team. Because I've seen Dennis Rodman, who loved the clubs as much as James did, mm. be part of championship teams. Um, I've seen Anthony Davis, who was unreliable in terms of availability for whatever reason, mm-hmm. win a ring. So I believe that I don't believe the Knicks or the Clippers are the right places for him to go. And if those are the places that James wants to go, it tells me that he's more about lifestyle than he is about winning. You know that. But Chris Middleton, was he available? Was he consistently available? Was he not streaky for the Milwaukee Bucks? If I took a James Harden... But his, his heart wasn't questioned. His game was, okay. but his heart wasn't. Okay. I mean, for me, that's the difference with Harden. Chris Middleton shot. He might not right. make it, shoot. but he shot. Okay. James Harden had, I believe, one field goal attempt in the fourth quarter of game five, three in game four, and two in three in game six, and two in game seven. That's hard to do. We can break down what, what, what he didn't do. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to defend James Harden and how he played in the playoffs, yep. but I'm also not going to heap everything on him I don't, I don't think he with cares. Doc Rivers and with Joel Embiid and how they performed. Well said, well said, well said. Well, coming up, Bradley Beal, you know he's arrived in Phoenix. Kevin Durant, he arrived late last year in Phoenix. Devin Booker has been in Phoenix. But who is the leader on the Suns? You desperately need one. Will they have one or will it be pure chaos in Phoenix? That is next on Speed. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Bradley Beal introduced to the Phoenix Suns yesterday. Now he joins Devin Booker and Kevin Durant to make them one of the most explosive offenses in the league. Get this, y'all. 19 combined. 19 all-star appearances for that big three. The newest son had nothing but love for his teammates. Take a listen. This is Book Nation. Like, I understand that this is his this is his stomping grounds. This is his arena. And I'm excited for that. I'm excited to be able to play with two Hall of Famers. You know, like I've never done that. Slick, Suns have a lot of stars, a lot of firepower, but do the Suns have a leader? They do not. <laughs> the closest thing they have is Devin Booker. And I've seen him evolve to a certain degree, but I can't help but go back to what I expect from a leader when the team sort of goes sideways. I expect them to step up, either in play or vocally, somehow, some way, our team is listing, our team is, is wobbly, and this is the guy who pulls us together, either by performance or by vocally telling everybody where they need to go, instructionally. Um, in games five and six against the Denver Nuggets, 
I didn't see that from Devin Booker. He was good when, when they were rolling in games three and four. Now he's spirited and he's got everybody going and like, here we go. He can't miss a shot. But games five and six, I mean, he had what? Uh, 13 points in game six in the closeout game. And Kevin Durant wasn't much better. The guy, Cameron Payne had 31 points in game six. He was their leading scorer <laughs> in game six in the elimination game. So, yeah. and Bradley Beal, no, we've never assigned that to him. And we wouldn't expect yeah. that of him coming in. Joy, where do you stand? You think the Suns have a leader? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's the God. I think KD. I think the two-time champ, league MVP, two-time finals MVP, future Hall of Famer. One of the top players we've ever seen on the court is the leader of the team. Mm. How could it not be? I understand Book's been there the longest, but I think we have to take, take what happened last year in Phoenix with a grain of salt. It's a new regime, a championship-winning regime, by the way. Frank Vogel is a championship coach. So that's, that's – what's the, what is the head wobbly for? Championship coach, not necessarily regime. He's, he's, I'm sorry? Championship coach, not necessarily regime. How is it not regime? It's, because regime implies, like, the team is championship. I also, organization I, I, I'm, I'm talking about Frank Vogel coming in as the head coach. He is a championship I, I, coach. I would say he's a coach who's won a championship as opposed to he's a championship coach. I don't know. Do they have, like, special rings for the, the, for the difference? Is there, like, In the bubble. I would say, yeah. All right. Well, LeBron don't have four championships then, so we don't, we don't talk about him that Three way. Plus one. You don't, no, he doesn't have a championship. <laughs> Either they won a championship or they didn't. Yeah, they won a championship. I just think that, like, I, I just, when we speak on, like, leaders – I know you're big on this, Slick. When you got, like, a, a veteran team that's, that, that's all been there, that's all dedicated, yeah. like, you don't have to be – you, you don't need somebody that's so vocal that you got one guy that's doing all the hollering. Da, 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 da. You, don't, you don't need that. Like, I can tell you this. The reason why they, they didn't beat the Nuggets mm-hmm. was because they didn't have no leadership. Nuggets were a better team. Mm-hmm. With the best leadership, they still don't beat the Nuggets. Do we agree? Agree. Okay. So my thing is now that they bring it Bradley Bill in, right? Mm-hmm. Where he's a veteran player, he's been a good player, he's been dialed in. He wants to be there. Mm-hmm. Collectively, them guys, them three together, like they can fun- uh, function with the team the right way without having that that one leader. What leads you, you to, big on that? What leads you yeah. to say that if you've seen a team with three talented players, most recently mm-hmm. the Brooklyn Nets, okay. all of those players Two of those three had won championships, but clearly they not only didn't want a leader, but they couldn't lead themselves. What leads you to believe but that see, this will be different? Okay, but even with that situation, though, like a lot of that, you talk about the leadership, but guys were not playing. But they, that's also in part because of leadership. Remember, how, remember, Kyrie Irving was not playing for reasons that were not health. With, well, with, not, okay, go ahead. Get, get it up. Like he wasn't hurt. Right, exactly. Yo. But what I'm saying is, though, well, if the best leadership can't make Kyrie Irving play, no, but he carried away with that, though. The best well, leadership could have encouraged but, but, but Kyrie. The, but the, the best, best leadership, leadership, let's hear, let's hear leadership did in Golden State. Say Andrew what? Wiggins didn't want to get vaccinated. And Steph Curry and Draymond Green but yeah, but so, so, said, hey, but those I mean, are, they basically said. Can we not compare Golden State? This is just not be disrespectful and compare Golden State to the Brooklyn Nets. Like, top to bottom, there's, there's not, they're not, they're not. I'm not comparing the two, but we're talking about leadership. Okay, if you take Wiggins off the Golden State Warriors, you put Kyrie there. It's, it's a person. It's, it's not the leadership. It's, it's who he is. But even this person, like, I'm not playing for these reasons. I don't want to get vaccinated. You can't. But even disregard that. When you talk about the controversy he got into regarding anti-Semitism, I think before you can lead other people, you have to lead yourself. I don't think Kyrie Irving has shown a propensity to even be able to lead himself. But what, what I'm saying is, though, even with all the leadership, one thing about people, we are who we are, yep, right? Very true. No matter how much leadership is, I can't control what you're going to do, yep. right? 
I mean, I could talk to you and make you try and to make encourage, encourage yep. you to make better decisions, mm -hmm. but I can't make all decisions for you. You're a grown man. So when we talk about this leadership thing, I just feel like we get carried away because, like, I'll give you a better example. I think Tom Brady is the best leader I've ever witnessed with my own eyes. And I think that there's sometimes we've seen him super vocal with different teams, but with the Bucks, he wasn't as much because we had veterans. Mm -hmm. He's going to say it one time and it's going to go out the building. Okay, boom. You heard what Tom said. Compared to maybe a younger team where we're not as much veterans that you had to speak more and get on them and, and remind them. It's different. So I just think with a team like this, they have veterans. You don't need no, no one leader to do all the talking. Uh, it's pretty. It's not just talking. Yeah. It's, it's leading. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, family, we're officially halfway through the 2023 season. So many amazing sports moments. I want to hear everybody's favorite, Slick. Yeah, mine's not going to be top. My daughter played in March Madness. Oh, nice. First time ever. That. Uh, I'm going to go with the Women's NCAA National Championship game. There you go. LSU winning. Ooh. Angel Reese. Mm. All that complaining, all that complaining. $1.4 million valuation with NIL. Who's she laughing now? My, my event hasn't happened yet. That's Earl Spence and Terrence Crawford. <laughs> July's pretty knife is going down to Walter Wade to visit championship, baby. Okay. Woo! My favorite was the Speak family at the Super Bowl. We was Two five was lit. Look at the, the whole thing was a that suit was good. Bye. That's it for us. Race up next. Bye. I got that Javante on though. <laughs> got that Javante on. Oh, he's your boy.